Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Hey guys, welcome back to The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. I hope everything is going well. I'm Ashley, your host of the show. And lately on our Instagram, we've been talking a lot about planning, making sure that you're set up for success, making sure that you understand revenue and ROI and all of these really high level conversations about running the business properly. And I want to make sure that we're not losing track of you and your value and your values as a business and how important that is in constructing the business itself. Because sure, I'm going to be the person who says, grow your business using really strong launch strategies and project your revenue and hire appropriately. But I also think it's really important to ensure that you don't become some cookie cutter, monotone, in and out kind of business. And I want to think about it in a really interesting way. When I got into digital business, the talk of the town was niche, find your niche, niche down. And it was so overused that I don't think people really understood what was actually being discussed. And I still hear it to this day sometimes where people are like, I haven't found my niche. I haven't found that thing. And what's interesting about quote unquote a niche is that it isn't necessarily something you find or decide. When you think about a niche, I actually want to burn that word to the ground. Instead, I want to think about ways that you are uniquely you or that your persona actually comes through in your business because that will make you inherently different. At the end of the day, I speak about the same kinds of things that you might see someone like Hannah Nieves talking about or Shannon at the Social Bungalow or Jack at Lil Relks. Like there's so many different people in this space who I love and who I have good relationships with. And we're all doing very similar things, but we all have differentiation. For instance, one of us may talk a lot about the investments into real estate, which is phenomenal. I have absolutely no perspective on that because I've never done it. And that's a way that she can differentiate herself because it is her personal experience. So that's something she weaves in. We also see someone else in this space kind of bringing in their really in-depth marketing expertise in corporate and how that used to participate and how they would invest in ads. And that makes them different from me. And I think what makes me a little bit different is that I talk a lot about the importance of therapy inside of your business because I truly think it's the best investment. That's not necessarily something I decided to do. It's just an opinion that I have that is different from other people. And that's not to say people disagree with it. It's more so that it's a hill that I will die on. And that's what I want you to think about is what hill would you die on? What do you really believe? What do you wish everybody knew? And all of this comes back to personality. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share five different ways I want you to weave personality into your business so that you don't choose a niche 
or niche down or any of that dumb fucking shit that we hear thrown at us all the time on Instagram. Instead, I want you to think about it from a perspective of you are creating your own niche. So five ways to weave personality into your business. Number one, be authentic. And this is what's interesting is people say, I can't get started because I haven't found what makes me unique. It's there already. It's there already. And what's really interesting is that you have to do the work almost in a cookie cutter way at the beginning. And over time, you'll start to notice, wow, I say the same thing over and over and over again. And you'll notice that you have something really authentic. The most important thing for you to do is be yourself. What do you believe in? What do you disagree with? What do you get bothered by? What do you love so much? I don't want you to try to be someone you're not. Don't try to be me. Don't try to be that person you look up to. Don't try to be somebody else and emulate what they did. Instead, view these people who you respect and admire as something that you can learn from their process, you can learn from their strategy, and you can maybe take some of those things and integrate them into your own business. That way you aren't a copy and paste of your mentor. You are actually digesting best practices from somebody who you're watching and studying almost as if they're a case study of yours. I don't want you to lose credibility and authenticity because you're trying or waiting to start working by just hoping that you find this thing that gives you enough power to finally start booking clients. Book clients, do the cookie cutter thing at the beginning and start paying attention to what you really believe and what you say over and over and over again, because that's probably going to be the thing that becomes your special sauce. The second thing I want you to do to weave personality into your business is to really know your strengths. I need you to think about what makes you unique from a skill set perspective. One of the things I say to people a lot is that the best way to make money is to lean on your strengths, even if it's not necessarily what you want to be doing forever. When I started, my strengths, my skill set was in sales. I talked a lot about sales. I talked a lot about how to use Instagram, and it didn't necessarily make me super excited. However, it gave me enough revenue because those strengths could make me money immediately to fund the different fun parts of my business that I wanted to grow into in time. So use those strengths to your advantage. And strengths don't have to be, I worked in corporate for 10 years if you didn't. It could be, I know how to play this instrument. Can I weave that into storytelling into my business? Is it, I really love to cook different recipes, and so I'm going to use those in analogies that I'm doing. Is it that you are a mom, so you want to speak to other moms and kind of like vibe with people on that level because you understand that viewpoint? Strengths don't have to be, I've mastered a specific skill set. Strengths could be I have a point of view that I want to share or an opinion that I have or a hobby that I want to integrate into my brand. A really great one to learn from is Sonder Social. Shout out to her. She's in The Doers. We love Kaylee. When she started, she had a really cool way that she separated out her services by having different like types of wine and champagne. So it was like the rosé package, the Prosecco package, the champagne package. So that's a fun way to also integrate personality. Show your human side is number three of how to weave personality into business. Now, the thing is, is that nobody wants to work with a brand that is clearly just pushing out data and information or everybody's talking about this. Everybody's talking about this. It's like we've seen the same shit over and over and over again. 
I want you to show your human side, show the personal, show the relatable. You know, something that I think that set me apart at the beginning is that I talked a lot about my mistakes. I still talk about my mistakes. I talk about how hard it is. I talk about the fact that, you know, sometimes I lose steam or I want to give up or I have really challenging times or I have times with my mental health that make me have to take off work. And by showing people that you're a human, you will not show weakness where they don't want to work with you or they don't want to trust you. Now, here's the thing. If you are maybe like way, way, way pessimistic, maybe on your account, you might lose people because at the end of the day, I hate to tell you, people like to follow people who make them feel good. That's it. That is point blank. So if you're consistently showing the scab and not the scar, it's basically going to be a dumping ground for all of the negativity that you're experiencing in your business. You have to make sure you're leveling it out with wins of yours or things that you've learned or really exciting opportunities or you want to share really great projects you're working on. So when I say show your human side, don't use this as a therapy session, but instead use it as a way to connect. Say, hey, I went through this thing and it really sucked. I know I'll find a way out though. Or I found a way out by doing X, Y, and Z. You don't have to do it that way. You can definitely say, fuck you, Ashley. I'm going to do it my way. That's fine. I have not found success with that with any of my clients. So just be really careful that you're not necessarily choosing to use your account as like, woe is me, everything is so bad, everything is so hard, because you might feel like that's connective, but it really just turns people off. Just be mindful of that. Now, use storytelling. Stories are a powerful way to connect with your audience and bring your brand to life. What I want you to think about with storytelling is using your own personal stories to create an opportunity for people to understand you better. You know, something that I say a lot inside of the doers and that I've said with clients is that the reason that I'm in business is because I really want to give back to my mom. You know, my mom has endured a lot in her life and she has maintained a really optimistic attitude. She's a hard worker. She gives a lot to her kids. And I am really driven by making sure that I can help her have a really great life or like a next chapter of her life. And I could easily say I'm motivated to give back to people, but like, that's really not the truth. You know, I want to give back to my mom in a very intimate way, in a very deep and powerful way. And by sharing that, people may hear that and say, wow, that's really great. Like I feel the same way, or I totally understand her mission from a different perspective. Another way to integrate storytelling into your business is to bring up past experiences. So there may be things that I bring up where I say, when I worked in the fashion industry, something that we did is that we created collections in a very specific way. And when I started developing product suites and service suites, I actually mimicked the way that we built collections in the fashion industry. And I can bring up, you know, this is something I did at Prada. This is something I did at Rebecca Minkoff. This is something I did at Sam Edelman. And that not only shows authority, however, not the point, but it also says like, I want you to understand kind of how I'm creating my systems, my processes. This could also be more personal, right? So for instance, I am redecorating my apartment at the moment and I shared with the doers, hey, listen, I hired an interior decorator for a specific room in my home to help me kind of figure out what to do with the space. 
And here's some things that I learned about decorating that you can actually apply to business, which is really interesting. That can kind of also connect because I'm saying, hey, like here's something that I'm doing. You can watch and follow along if you want to on my personal page, but also like you get a little bit of insight into me. So showing things like this is what I'm up to or this is what I'm doing. I could easily say, hey guys, here's something that you can do better in business. But what they're missing out on is that I learned this thing because I'm redecorating, which is a really exciting thing. And this is how I'm feeling about it. So using storytelling, using personal experience, using, you know, past experience to really highlight a point is super, super strong when it comes to weaving personality into your business. And then finally, I really want you to think about consistency and not consistency as it pertains to generating revenue, because I do not think there's such a thing as consistent revenue. And if you get it, I do not think you want it. That's a podcast for another day. I actually think I go into it in one of my past podcasts, so go find that. But what I mean with consistency is that I really think that this is where branding becomes important. Now, your brand personality isn't necessarily like font choices and colors. It's more the emotion you want to evoke, the way you want to show up, the way you want people to show up with you. And what branding can help you do is, you know, Maxime Hugh killed our branding. She knocked it out of the park. Our website is insane due to Maxime's work. I love, love, love what she did with our branding and our website. Shout out to Maxime. And something that we really wanted to make sure that we were doing and something that I thought made her really special and made her stand out and made her weave personality into her business was that she talked about it a lot as if it was a lobby of my office, which I thought was great. I thought it was so interesting because how would I have decorated the lobby of my office? If I had this gorgeous office, how would I be decorating this? How would I be welcoming people into my space? Because that is what I'm doing when I'm showing up on social, when I'm showing up on my website, when I have a new blog post, when I use specific images, what kind of story am I telling there? And so with branding, with color choices, with font choices, with, you know, design layout, you're, you're telling a little bit of a story of who you are. Maybe if you're using bright red with black and white, you're showing a bit of bold or daring kind of like energetic vibes. If you have something that's more gold and white and gray, maybe you're showing something modern or with a little bit of a glam feel. And those kinds of things will bring out a different personality. They'll bring out a different vibe altogether. And what we are trying to do with ours is we're trying to be minimalist where we don't have to necessarily update our website every year, but we're also trying to be neutral. We're trying to be consistent. And it's very easy to do that with the color palette that we've chosen. And we obviously had to weave in a little bit of purple because purple has been in all of our branding. It is my favorite color. And the way that we did so was very tasteful and did show a bit of femininity because we like to support women-led businesses here. So using branding is really great. You don't necessarily have to go spend thousands of dollars on branding if you're just getting started and you're paying out of pocket. There's so many tools to DIY branding or to download like free branding kits or low price branding kits. There's so many of those on the market that I highly recommend you go find. We even have a DIY your own branding portion of the go-getter toolkit if you wanted something from us. But there's plenty of experts out there that I would recommend that you go to for some of these branding kits or branding freebies. But at the end of the day, what I want you to be mindful of is not necessarily what colors or fonts do you like, but more, what do you want to stand for? What do you want to evoke? And who do you want to attract? So the five things here, again, be authentic, lean into your strengths, show some humanity, 
use storytelling, and be consistent. And by following these tips, you will be able to effectively weave personality into your brand. That creates strong, authentic connection with your audience and allows them to see you as more than some copy and paste brand that they find on Instagram and instead feels like they're getting to know you. And at the end of the day, if people are following you and they don't feel like you're friends with them, it's not necessarily the strong relationship we like to see for our clients. And that's how I would challenge you to come forward in your own business. I hope that you learned something today. I hope you took some notes. If you ever have any questions, leave an audio message and we'll answer it live on the podcast. Join the doers where you could come and ask questions on office hours book a call with us or some service if you need my eyes on your business. And finally, if you want to DIY with some of the processes and systems that we use inside of Team AP, check out our toolkits, check out our freebies to see if there's anything we have that we can help you with. And I hope to see more of your personality inside of your business. Talk soon. Hold up. Don't leave quite yet. The good just gets better. I know it might be expensive to hire me for my services, so I've created a free way for you to get all of my best for any question you have. Click the link in the show notes to drop us a voice note, and I promise you I will answer every single one of them on the podcast for free. This has been a Fast Forward production. To learn more about them, check out at the women are speaking on Instagram for more information.